What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Uh, happy Wednesday evening to everybody. We're going to be going over the Week 10 start sit. Uh, basically, whatever questions you guys need, fire them up in the chat room. We'll get to them uh, as they come through. I'll answer whatever you need. Well, maybe we'll look at some practice reports and some things throughout the evening. Uh, but we'll hang out for the next hour or so. I think tomorrow night I'll go live again around 6.30 p.m. Central Time if you guys want to come and get some more practice reports and questions answered. Uh, and then on Friday, I'm going to be switching my schedule going forward. Uh, on Fridays, I'm going to upload um, a video of me going over my start-sit chart. So I think Wednesday night, we're just going to open it up and answer questions, whatever you guys need. But if you do want to look... Uh, at my week 10 start sit charts, they're all ready to go. Um, I did put the, the DraftKings spreads and the game lines in here so you guys can check out this table. Uh, but tomorrow night's interesting. Panthers at the Bears. No Justin Fields yet. Very, very surprising. Short week. They're going to give him that extra 10 days to heal, though, so it makes sense. But good evening, everybody. Come on in. Chase with the dynasty question off the top here. Would you pick up Mitchell? If so, which player would you drop? Zay Jones, Trey Palmer, or Rondale? More. Um, so the thing with Keaton Mitchell here, um, let me actually pull up his, let's pull up Keaton Mitchell here. So one thing that I like to do when I'm looking up dynasty players is I'll type their name in and I'll add the word player profiler, and it's going to pull up all these nice metrics for you. I mean, he's best compared to a Trenton Cannon you know, this is more of a special teams kind of hybrid kind of guy here. He's really small, 5'8", not even 180 pounds. So this is not really a sustainable sized running back. We're talking like, you know, maybe smaller than Darren Sproles or something like that. I think Darren Sproles might have even been smaller, but I'm not sure. So the like the long-term <clears throat> success of a back this size is not great. You can pick him up and see what happens. Um, I, I think you're probably dropping – either Trey Palmer or Rondell Moore for him. In that case, it's a coin flip anyways. Uh, Trey Palmer has shown some nice things here. I don't know if he's a guy that's going to be a, a must-start player at any point in his career, but you can maybe drop Trey Palmer for Keaton Mitchell. But either way, like, I'm not super excited about Keaton Mitchell long-term. There's a chance the Ravens end up drafting another running back next year or something like that. So uh, I don't think long-term he's a must-have. And then old DeVito, um, picking up DeVito in a Superflex League. I wouldn't bother. It feels like a burden of a roster spot. He's clearly not – he's their third-string quarterback. He's, he doesn't really have much of a future to start next year. He's an emergency fill-in at best if you need one, so I'm probably going to say no thank you. Good evening, Harris. Hope you're doing well, bud. Good evening to Charlene, and we got Jerry. Jerry coming in with the full PPR. Start one, Chuba or Algier? Hmm. Yeah, let's look at the fantasy points allowed numbers here real quick. So you have fantasy points allowed to the running back in full PPR. I'm seeing Chuba Hubbard going up against the Bears. Chicago ranks 27th. It's a good matchup. They're allowing almost 25 points per game to the running back here. So it's not a terrible spot for Chuba Hubbard. I could easily see him scoring a touchdown. Um, and then with Algier... Going up against Arizona, and honestly, these are both two great matchups. The Cardinals here rank 30th against running back. They've allowed nine rushing touchdowns. The Bears have only allowed four. The Bears have allowed a lot of receiving touchdowns, and so have the Cardinals. Um, so the math is kind of saying Algier might be okay, but I just I'm not sure on the volume. I'm gonna I'm gonna go volume here on a Thursday night game where 
we should see Bryce Young uh, play okay against the Bears defense. And I think Chuba's going to continue to get the volume. So I'm going to lean Chuba just because I, I, I know he's – if someone's going to get 15 touches, it's probably him. And I feel good about him getting a touchdown all year. It's a bit of a coin flip, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say Chuba has the higher floor and higher ceiling. PPR, start one receiver and one flex. Addison, Pickens, Douglas, or maybe even McBride. I have Warren and Madison. And I can flex as well. Hmm. It's a lot of names here. Um, the one receiver, I mean, Jordan Addison's been pretty good for us all season here. You do have Josh Dobbs coming in and starting in this one. The New Orleans Saints are decent against wide receivers here. They rank 12th, allowing about 30.92 points per game. But, man, they're down K.J. Osborne. They're down Justin Jefferson. He feels like the one that I want to start at the one wide receiver spot. So I'm going to say Addison for the one wide receiver. The flex, I might lean into both Vikings players and just hope for like 25 points between the two. The Saints are good against the running back position, though. So I do want to pause a little bit there. I think um, George Pickens against the Packers. Packers have been pretty decent against wide receivers here. They do rank sixth. So it's kind of a tough spot for Pickens. I think it's between Demario Douglas and Jalen Warren for me. Uh, and I think I'm going to go with Demario Douglas against the Colts. The, we know the Colts are not great against um, – where are the Colts? They rank 17th here. They allow a lot of slot receptions. So I'm going to go Demario Douglas here as the flex. Vikings are Jags defense this week and rest of season. Should I drop one of them this week? Uh, let's look and see here. I, I, I would like this chart that I have here, the DraftKings game lines. Um, it's on uh, all you got to do is hit team total. And these are your teams that are projected the fewest points this week. So Vikings or Jags defense this week. I mean, the Vikings are projected to score more than 20 points. That's a pretty good spot here. Um, and the Jags going up against the 49ers. I mean, the 49ers are projected. 24.75 points. So I'm going to say no Jags defense. I'd rather play the Vikings if these are my two questions. Uh, but let's look up that Vikings schedule real quick. The Vikings don't have a great defense by any means either. Um, so, I mean, they're getting New Orleans this week. Then they get Denver, Chicago, Las Vegas. I, I think the next four games look good. Probably not going to start them against Cincinnati, Detroit, maybe Green Bay. So there's two games where I don't want to use them for um, let me see if I can find the Jag schedule real quick, Charlene. Um, all right. So you got San Francisco. No, thank you. Maybe uh, I'd start them against Tennessee. Maybe not against Houston. Maybe not against Cincinnati. I'd probably start them against Cleveland. Maybe not against Baltimore, but I'd start them against Tampa and Carolina. So uh, I, I think Vikings defense is probably the one that I would stick with rest of season. Um. I mean, they're both not essential holds, but I, I think the Vikings defense does have fruit for the next four weeks at least, so they're the priority. Uh, who is your favorite tight end of this week? Um, is that in terms of like like a DraftKings or a, a, a Yahoo DFS lineup there, Harris? Uh, let me look at the tight end projections this week real quick from ESPN. So no Kelsey this week. Well, Hawkinson, 
I'm not in love with Hawkinson against the Saints here. Uh, I do like Sam Laporta. I think Laporta is in a good spot here against the Chargers. The Chargers defense, not great. Um, they do rank 29th against tight end here, 15.03 points per game. We're, uh, so this is the tight end points allowed here. We're not starting a Cincinnati tight end. It, it might be Dalton Schultz. I think Dalton Schultz is probably a good play. He could continue his momentum. I think Dalton Kincaid's a good one and Sam Laporta. Those would be my top three tight ends. If I had to choose one, I think I'm going to go Sam Laporta. Good evening to Daniel. Hope you're doing well, bud. I'm second seed. I'm playing the 11th seed. All right. I love – you can't look. You can't overlook him. I know sometimes fantasy football feels like we can, you know, trust the projections. But, man, this one week, a few weeks back, I had the most projected points in the league, and I scored the fewest points, and it was just a disaster of a week. So hopefully we can get the W, though, Charlene. Bijan or Kirk, rest of season. Do you think Bijan for Cup, a fair trade? Interesting. Um, let's actually use the compare tool here. I'm going to type in Cup. Compare players. We'll do Cooper Cup and we'll do Bijan. Okay. So. The health of Matthew Stafford is a concern here. On the season, Cooper Cup's averaging 13.5 PPR and Bijan 12.6. To me, I think the, the running back's more important. Uh, I'd rather have a good running back at, at this point. And I know he's a starter. I know he's going to get touches. You know, it's kind of frustrating that he's still in these 11s and these 13s. But the schedule the rest of the way for him is New Orleans, the Jets, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Indian, Chicago. I love this playoff schedule for Bijan Robinson. Now, if you can guarantee me that Matthew Stafford's going to be at the end for Cooper Cup, he's going to finish with Washington. Absolute fantastic matchup. Saints a little bit tougher, but still a fine matchup. And then the Giants. So I like the last three games for Cooper Cup as well. He also has the Ravens and the Browns in there. So there are some tough matchups here. I think it's a fair trade. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to keep Bijan over the cup deal. Bijan or Kirk rest of season. I'm still going to go with Bijan here just because I, I know he hasn't been playing well, but he, he's locked into a top 10 running back almost weekly, weekly finish. And I know he didn't play well last week. It was really his first bad game. He didn't, you know, really play in the Tampa Bay game. So I'm not going to overreact to one game here from Bijan Robinson. They're playing the Cardinals this weekend. He's a fantastic play this weekend. So uh, I, I think I'm holding on to Bijan Daniel. Um, let's see. The value of Kyler Murray. Let's look at the Dynasty trade chart by Fantasy Pros. Uh, I always like to default. And I, I use a lot of things when I get Dynasty trade questions. But uh, Fantasy Pros does have a pretty good trade chart where you can see the value based on the picks. And if I scroll on down here to quarterback, you're going to see their value in Kyler Murray as QB 12. In a super flex, he's got a value of about 68 points. Uh, if we go back up to here, 68 points, you know, that's worth a top five pick. You know, if you can get the fourth or fifth overall pick for Kyler Murray, I think that's probably where you want to be. Uh, if you're trading for Kyler Murray, you're going to have to send at least a first minimum, especially if you're a contending team, you're going to have to send at least a first round. But hey, if you, if you can send pick like... Say you make the final four and it's pick 109 to 110 or to 112. It's probably a trade you want to make. So if, if you can sacrifice your late first for Kyler Murray, that's probably where you want to go. And who knows? Like right now, let's look at this. Um, 
So I like Tankathon when I'm looking for the NFL order here. So right now the Cardinals have the first overall pick. So the question for them is, are they going to take Caleb Williams if he's there? If the Cardinals continue to lose games, are they going to take a quarterback in the top five? There is that possibility where Kyler Murray gets moved. So he could have a brighter future if he gets moved. I'm not really quite sure, but I, I think for right now, he's probably worth sending a late first round pick for. Yeah, I'm not, you can't, I would, I would maybe consider it for Puka, but even then, I think right now, Puka Nakua, let's see where they have Puka on this list here. I mean, they got Puka as wide, like they have Puka as equal to Devante and T Higgins. He's got a 56 grade on him. That's essentially a, a, a late first round pick. The, you know, pick six, pick five, something like that. So I wouldn't trade Puka for Kyler Murray right now. And yeah, the schedule is absolute garbage. Um, we got some rough Thursday night games. I think it gets better though next weekend. Let me see the schedule here. I think I think it gets better week eleven. All right, Cincinnati, Baltimore. That one's kind of fun. We do get Philadelphia, Kansas City on Monday night. So next week it's looking better. Uh, this week it's not so great. Week twelve. Thanksgiving weekend. So that's, that's fantastic. And then week 13, I think it gets kind of fun too. Seattle, Dallas should be okay. Cincinnati, Jacksonville should be good. I don't know about Kansas city, green Bay and Sunday night football, but the schedule does get better soon. Akash, thanks for hanging out. Uh, start three, Monty, Henry, JT, Bijan leaning towards benching Bijan. Wow. All right. You got a lot of dogs here, man. Um, so Bijan's got one of the best matchups this weekend. I think if we're looking at just purely fantasy points allowed to the running back position, Bijan's got the best matchup here against the Cardinals. So I like that quite a bit. Um, if I keep going down the list here, you probably got to start David Montgomery in his first game back. He was practicing today in full. I expect him to take advantage of this Chargers defense. That's not very good. And then the next one, did I miss him? Tennessee's got a tough matchup. Where are they? Tampa Bay, they do limit the running back here. But Henry's going to get a ton of touches. And then Jonathan Taylor going up against the New England Patriots. The Patriots are, are a pretty soft matchup. I might lean towards sitting Derrick Henry if, if, if it's me. But I understand wanting to sit Bijan Robinson, and I think that makes the most sense. I'm not sitting Taylor. And I kind of want to get Monty in there. So it's between Henry and Bijan. If you want to sit Bijan, I'm fine with it. Make him prove it. Make him get back into our lineup. Um, so I'm fine with sitting Bijan if that's what we need to do. All right, let's grab let's grab Kendra Miller, man. That's a hell of a deal. He, yeah, definitely worth a stash. He might be the starting running back next year. I don't know if the Saints are going to keep Alvin Kamara. I'm not sure what his contract issue is. Let me see. might be a buyout in his deal. So there's a potential out this year where they could save a bunch of money in the future. So maybe Kamara's not on the Saints next year. And, and even then, I, I think Kendra year two is someone you want on your dynasty roster for sure. Zay Flowers or Deontay Johnson, non-PPR. I think I'm going to roll with Deontay Johnson, man. He finally got a touchdown for the first time in 20 games. He's playing well. He's good for lately. He's been good for 60 to 80 yards. And man, if he continues to catch touchdowns, I know it's a tough matchup on paper against the Packers, but I think Deontay is the hot hand here. 
pick one, Mike Evans, Madison, or Kareem Hunt non-PPR. I'm going to lean with Mike Evans. Uh, he's got a really nice matchup against the Titans secondary. He's at home. I feel comfortable with Mike Williams here. Uh, you can see the Titans here ranked 26th against wide receiver points allowed. It's a good spot for Mike Williams. I'm going to go big Mike. Um, if that's if that's what can get you Kyler Murray, I think I'm open to it there, Chase. Now, I, I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be a great fantasy quarterback for the rest of the season. I, I think he's going to be an okay quarterback. He's going to be a solid QB, too. Um, so if you're looking for 15 to 16 points per game, that's that's probably what you should expect. I don't think he's going to come out and just start throwing, you know, three touchdowns and 300 yards per game. I, I think he's going to be limited with his running and the knee injury, you know, and there's always chance for re-injury too. So I, I think that's probably worth considering. Wilson plus a late first. So we have to keep an eye on Mr. Higgins because today he popped up on the injury report. Uh, limited today with a hamstring. I'm going to watch for this tomorrow and Friday. Um, and we also have to watch for Jamar Chase. Even if Chase plays, he's not 100%. And Higgins was the main guy last week. Now, the thing that concerns me is when I broke up these numbers, uh, it's a tough matchup. The Texans, man, one of the best teams against opponent wide receivers. So it is a tough matchup for the Bengals receivers. I think I'm going to lean with B. John Robinson in this one, Daniel. Please pick up your handcuffs, especially if the NFL teams are doing well. Yes, yes, yes. And hey, the guy that I think it, the guy that I think you want to stash this week is Rico Dowdle. Um, and the first reason for that is we're talking Dallas Cowboys, 16 point home favorites against the Giants. Who do you think is going to be closing this game out? Tony Pollard or Rico Dowdle? I think it's going to be Dowdle. If he looks good, there's a chance for him to earn more work going forward. Dallas offense is starting to, to rise. Rico Dowdle is one of my favorite handcuffs that you guys can stash right now. And then I'm going to throw out a couple other more handcuffs here for you guys just to make sure we're covering all the bases. And I'm going to go down deep here. Uh, under 70% roster, guys like A.J. Dillon, if Aaron Jones goes down, A.J. Dillon, usually I know he's not been great, but honestly, the last few games he's been playing well. Not so much last week, but 10, 11, 13, maybe A.J. Dillon. The Packers have a really nice schedule to end the year, so I like Dillon as a sleeper. Still, you know, Chuba Hubbard, Devin Singletary is a handcuff. I still like Antonio Gibson, maybe even Ezekiel Elliott. The Patriots aren't going anywhere. Maybe they just, you know, start to take it easy on Ramondre. Uh, Tajay Spears, Roshan Johnson, maybe. Uh, more handcuffs for you guys. Wilson, but maybe not so much with A-Chain coming back. I still think Zach Charbonnet needs to be rostered. Maybe P. Ryan, maybe Jamal Williams, Elijah Mitchell for sure. Keaton Mitchell, uh, another one there for you guys. Kenneth Gainwell is a good one. Josh Kelly, Leonard Fournette, um, Rico Dowdle, maybe Kendry Miller, maybe Jordan Mason, but I think Elijah Mitchell's back and healthy, so I think he's still the RB2. Ty Chandler's the backup in Minnesota. Pierre Strong, if anything happens to Ford or Hunt. Uh, and then keep an eye on Michael Carter. It seems like he hopped Dalvin Cook on Monday Night Football. So keep an eye on Michael Carter. Anything happens to Brees Hall and uh, Travion Williams there for the Bengals. I'm willing to move a 21st and my 24 first thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if you can push it down the line, do it. 
Um, I, I have no problem with that. I don't know if your opponent's going to want that, but if you can offer a 2025 first, go ahead and do so. I, I would rather trade a future pick than the immediate pick. Great question there, Charlene. Let's pull it up. Uh, NFLweather.com. All right. Tomorrow night's game, 48 and clear. They do have 14 mile per hour wins, but it's going to be a running game. Um, no forecast here. I'm, I'm wondering if that Frankfurt games, is it indoors? Cincinnati's looking good. Vikings are in a dome. Steelers Packers looking good. Looking great in Tampa Bay. There's a chance for rain down in Jacksonville, though, with 14-mile-per-hour wind. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, Baltimore looks good. Slight chance of rain in Arizona, but they're in a dome. Chargers in a dome. Cowboys in a dome. And then slight chance of rain here for the Seattle game. Dome for the Raiders. Slight chance of rain for Buffalo. So nothing too concerning yet. Just some slight rain uh, for some games here. But I'm nothing that I'm too concerned of as far as the weather goes. And that's NFLweather.com if you guys want to check it out for yourselves. Bijan Stevenson and Pollard rest of season. I'm going to go Pollard, Bijan Stevenson. And my thinking with that is I'm just kind of concerned about the Patriots. They're, they have the fifth overall pick right now. They, they're two and seven. If they drop this one to the Colts, they're going to be two and eight, nothing to play for. There's a chance that we just, maybe they, they kind of take it easy on Ramondre. I, I don't know. We, we could see Mac Jones benched. You know, this could this looks like doom and gloom here for the Patriots rest of the season. I actually, like if if I had to choose one between Stevenson and, and Demario Douglas, I might take Demario Douglas over him rest of the season. Uh, so Pollard, Bijan, Stevenson, and with with Pollard, the thing that I really like with Pollard is it's going to be the schedule for the Cowboys. Uh, let's pull that up here. They have some really fun, exciting games where I think Pollard can, can take over. So they're getting the Giants this week. Love Pollard here. I love Pollard against Carolina. I like him against Washington, like him against Seattle. Not the best matchup against Philadelphia, but it's, he still hit his nine points. Buffalo, kind of a tough defense, but he should still be fine. That should be a high-scoring game. Miami should be a high-scoring game. And they finish with Detroit. So I, I, I'm pretty excited about the Cowboys' rest of season. Uh, good evening to Brian, Kyle. Oh yeah, that's my name. Carr, Kyler, or T Law in Ingram or Taysom Hill for this week. I'm not trusting Kyler Murray in his first game back. I, I want to see it before I start it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence again. He has a tough matchup against the 49ers. Not super in love with that one. So I think I'm going Derek Carr. I just want to look at the projections real quick here. I mean, they got Trevor Lawrence here for 17.3. They do have Derek Carr. Where is Carr? Down here at 13.8 at Minnesota. That seems way too low. Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence just really hasn't been the dude this year. He has no games over 20 fantasy points. 14, 18, 14. I mean, he can get there. And I think he is the safer play. But Derek Carr has been good lately. I'm actually surprised at how low his numbers are. 16, 18, 17, 16, 15 in his last five games. He's thrown for two touchdowns, four to the last five. He's thrown for 300 yards, three out of the last five games here. I kind of like Derek Carr this weekend, but you could convince me to go Trevor Lawrence if you wish. Uh, and then Ingram or Taysom Hill. Mm. Ingram's been super steady. He's been super steady. Uh, but, man, Taysom Hill, dude. He's just been on a tear. Carries, receptions, passes. I think I'm going to play Taysom Hill. I'm going to play Taysom Hill here. 
uh, at Minnesota. Pick one half PPR, Calvin Ridley, uh, Brian Robinson, Jalen Warren, Jerry Judy, or Tank Dell. Pick one half PPR. Oh, man. I'm probably not going to take Jalen Warren in this one. Uh, I'm not super excited about Brian Robinson either. So it's between Ridley, Judy, and Tank Dell. Ridley's got a little bit of a tough matchup, you know, going up against the, um, the 49ers. Jerry Judy against Buffalo, not in love with that one. I might tank Tank Dell here, man. And Tank Dell's up here projected at 13.3. I don't know where Calvin Ridley's right here, too. I think and 49ers are actually pretty bad against wide receivers. So it's between Dell and Ridley for me. I'm going to roll with the hot hand here and say Tank Dell. Yeah, Brian Robinson. Uh, Deontay or Drake London, non-PPR. I think London's on track to, uh, to play. I think he practiced today, but sounded like he wasn't full speed. They have him as limited today, so we're going to have to monitor that. I think I'm going to play with Deontay Johnson, though, the hot hand right now. Pick five. Two RBs, two receivers, one flex. PPR. Saquon, Rashad White. I'm going to, I'm going to start with the running back. Saquon, Rashad White, Javante, Damien Pierce. Uh, we're going Saquon, and we're going to go... Hmm. Rashad White's been pretty good lately, man. I think I'm going to go Rashad White as the RB2. So Saquon and Rashad White. Rashad White in a full PPR setting has been fantastic. He got the two goal line touchdowns last weekend. He's he's heating up. So Saquon and Rashad White. The two receivers, I think you got to play Michael Pittman as it looks like Josh Downs isn't going to play. So Pittman's a lock for me. Um, and then, and then Nico Collins, man. Against Cincinnati, I think offers a pretty safe ceiling and floor. I'm going to go Nico and Pittman as the two receivers. And the one flex, it's between Javante and Dotson. I think I'm going to take the Curtis Samuel practice today, I believe. So that could take some targets away from him. Curtis Samuel limited today. If Curtis Samuel's out, I'll say Dotson. Otherwise, I'll go with Javante Williams flex. I'm going to ignore Zay Flowers. Bus 49, good evening. Rico Dowdle or Jaleel McLaughlin, the stash? I'm I'm stashing Rico. Um, and uh, the guy that I follow closely for Denver Broncos news, he says that even if Javante Williams were to get hurt, it's still going to be P. Ryan as the lead back and Jaleel still in a complimentary role. So I think there's three running backs in Denver that you have to overcome or, you know, for, for Jaleel to overcome. Whereas Rico, if anything happens to Tony Pollard, you have, you have the workhorse. And uh, he's going to get touches this weekend against the Giants. So I think it's Rico Dowdle for me to stash. Cowboys use Turpin a lot. Let's take a look at the numbers over on PFF. And these the, PFF has a free, a free tool here where you can see all the snaps and the charts, things like that. Let me just command F here and go to the Cowboys. So they don't use Turpin a lot. The guy that I'd rather, I'd rather stash Jalen Tolbert, whose numbers are starting to go up. Michael Gallup's and Brandon Cook's starting to go down. But Tolbert was in there over Michael Gallup at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. So he's, I, I think he's on the track for the wide receiver three duties. You can see Michael Gallup's percentage of his snaps have dropped in three straight games. So I'm not sure what's going on here. Uh, I, I think I'm interested in Turpin. Uh, he also has, you know, if, if your league has, return yards. I think he's more valuable in that league, but I think Tolbert's probably the guy you're looking for. 
Uh, if, if you want to stash a Cowboy receiver, it's, it's Tolbert for me. I'm projecting to lose by 20. Okay, let me let me reassess this here. Projected to lose by 20, so we need ceilings. Okay, so if you need ceilings, Harris, we're still going Saquon and Rashad White, still going Pittman, and now I'm going to go Nico and Dotson. I think Dotson's more likely to get 20 points than Javante in a game where the, 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 the Buffalo Bills should be winning. Um, drop Brandon Cooks or Gibson Dynasty. I'm going to drop Brandon Cooks. Um, Brandon Cooks getting up there in age. He's 30 years old. The thing with Antonio Gibson is he's a free agent next year. He's only 25 years old. I know he's still good at football. Um, and if he goes to it, like imagine if Antonio Gibson signs with the Chiefs next year. If he goes somewhere else that utilizes the running back like that, I think I'm going to keep Gibson. I seen a lot of waiver wire Purdy is in there. Why? Oh, because he, he he's coming off a bye week. So what I've noticed here is especially after a bye, a lot of fringe QB ones get get dropped here. So he's on a 5.5% drop right now. I think he's worth picking up for the rest of the season. Let's look at Brock Purdy and the 49ers schedule the rest of the way. Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Seattle. Philadelphia, Seattle, Arizona, Baltimore, and Washington. The only game that scares me is probably Baltimore. But, yeah, this is a great schedule for Brock Purdy the rest of the way. And uh, that's really the only thing I can think of is, is the bye week from last week. So, you know, a lot of people, if you have Brock Purdy on your team, you probably have two QBs, something like that here. And I think he can be a – I think he's a QB one the rest of the way. Deontay Johnson or Marquise Brown, non-PPR. I mean, it feels like a little bit of a gamble going with uh, with Marquise Brown. Um, whereas, man, De- Deontay Johnson has been pretty good since his return. 79, 85, and 90 yards in three straight games here. He finally got the touchdown. Uh, Marquise Brown, even though it hasn't been Kyler Murray, he he's, hasn't been looking great. So I think Deontay's the safe play, and I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson. Ray Gamer, good evening. Thanks for the question. Dustin Hopkins versus the Ravens or Brandon Aubrey versus the Giants at home? Also, who are your top streaming defenses this weekend? Uh, Glad to ask. Let's knock out the defense one right away here. Uh, And again, this is one of my favorite tools. It's on my website. If you guys click into week 10 or you guys can go to DraftKings game lines. The thing that I like to do is I like to hit team total and then it's going to tell me how many points the teams are projected here. So the Giants projected 11.25. Obviously, you want to play the Cowboys, you want to play the Ravens, you want to play the Jets. If any of those three defenses are available, that's what I'm looking for. Now, for some reason, the Bears are popping in this. Uh, Panthers only projected to score 17.5 points. I think the Bears are in play if you need a defense. Uh, The Packers, you know, going up against Pittsburgh. Maybe you can play the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. They're at home. I like that. The Packers don't really light up the scoreboard. I think Pittsburgh's probably owned, though. I think you can play the Raiders. Raiders seem to have a new energy around them with Antonio Pierce. So Chicago, the Raiders are probably your most available teams. I think Tampa Bay at home against Will Levis is interesting. The Saints should be owned. I'm not afraid to play the Tennessee Titans, uh, but probably not. And then maybe Seattle. 
because the commanders just give up a ton of sacks. Howell's usually good for at least one turnover. So those would be my top like priority streamers. So Chicago, the Raiders, the Bucks would be my top three choices. And then for kickers, let's see here. Dustin Hopkins versus the Ravens. So uh, there's this tool, FF Today, and I need to get this on my website. Um, but they do fantasy points allowed to the kicker here. Uh, the team allowing the most points to kicker right now is the Titans. The Ravens. Ravens are pretty good against kicker. They only allow about six points per game to the kicker, whereas the New York Giants allowing 7.2. Brandon Aubrey at home. Cowboys are going to move the ball. Give me Brandon Aubrey versus the Giants at home. Brandon Aubrey. Starting lineup as of now is Waddle, Jalen Hurts on by. We're six and three. Nice. Three-game winning streak. All right. And we're getting Monty back, baby. Awesome. And hey, dude, Dak Prescott's been he's been the number one scoring quarterback, I think, in the last three weeks. So Dak's back. I love that. QB1 for this week, even though you got Jalen Hurts. I love Dak. Uh Olave and Metcalf, Barkley, Brees, Hawkinson, and Monty. This looks really good there, Ray. This, this team looks good, and you're going to be able to sub in Jalen Hurts and, and Jalen Waddle. This team is deep, three deep at running back, and it uh, looks like you got some receiver depth here with Waddle. That's a great team, man. We're just going to say James Cook pick five. I'm not in love with James Cook right now. I think my answers are going to stay the same there, Harris. Even though they're playing the Broncos, I, we could see James Cook have a nice game. Um I'm still going Saquon, Rashad White. I'm still going Pittman and Nico. And um, you can maybe convince me to put James Cook in there at flex. Let's go James Cook at flex. It's a home matchup, a game where they should be winning. I believe they are They're seven and a half point favorites. They should be running the ball with James Cook in this one. So I'm going to flex James Cook there, Harris. Raiders versus Jets at home on Sunday football over Browns D. I'm fine with it. I did want to note um, the game total for the Ravens game is pretty low. They're not expecting a lot of points here. It's actually the when you click on game total, there's only 37 and a half implied points here. They're expecting the Ravens to score 21.75. So you never know that the Browns could be a decent play here, but I think you probably got to go. I think the Raiders and Aubrey are the, the safe plays there. Standard scoring. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but man, Taysom Hill is the backup to Hawkinson too. This team's good, Ray. You got a good team, dude. It's deep at all levels. Deontay or Adam Thielen, non-PPR. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go Adam Thielen just because I, I, I think he can take advantage of the Bears secondary. He should put on a nice game tomorrow night. So I'm going to say Thielen. Good evening to Ryan. Hope you're doing well, man. Knicks are cooking in the new unis. I, I didn't see what they got. Um, Knicks new uniforms. Are they wearing their city uniforms? Yeah, these might be the new cities. I'm not sure. Uh, but I just um, I just did my fantasy basketball draft last night. We always start our season a few weeks after the regular season starts just so injuries and things can kind of get out of the way. And uh, my league, we start up on Monday. I'm going to start putting out some fantasy basketball content for you guys. So we'll get to that soon. And, hey, no problem, Ray. Thanks for hanging out and asking questions. 
Uh, we played Kareem Hunt last week in my flex over Metcalf, and that went well because he got a TD. Yeah, that that, that did go well. I, I was hoping Metcalf can do something in that game, but honestly, the entire offense didn't do anything. So uh, I do think Metcalf is due for a big game. The Commanders, one of the worst teams against the opponent wide receivers. And um, there's, again, this FF Today tool, if I go into fantasy points allowed to the wide receivers and I click on the Commanders, I can see who they've allowed big games to. And here's the list. The Commanders have allowed... Let's see. In a full PPR format, they did allow DJ Moore to go for 49 points. AJ Brown hit 38.5 and 33. Devonta Smith went off for 22.9. Drake London, 21.5. Brandon Johnson went off for 20.6. And Marvin Mims went for 20.3. Diggs, 19. Another Devonta game. A lot of big games against this commander's secondaries here. So I'm, I'm into DK Metcalf this weekend. Thielen or Garrett Wilson, non-PPR. I'm going to stick with Adam Thielen there, Harris. I think Thielen didn't play great last weekend, but in general, the, the, the Panthers didn't play great as well. I think they can have some nice moments tomorrow night. So I'm going to say Adam Thielen over Garrett Wilson. Um, yeah, I do like the Olave matchup against the Vikings. Vikings, not the best. They rank 23rd here. You got 36.74 points to the tight end or to the wide receiver. And, uh, Olave's been playing good lately, so I'm cool with Olave here. This looks like a Curtis Samuel will play. It's hard to say on Wednesday here right now. He's got a limited day in with the toe injury, so he's on track. Now, if he's limited again tomorrow, I, I'm saying he's, he's again, on track to play. It'd be nice to see a full practice at some point Thursday or Friday, but um, for now, I would say he's trending towards playing. Uh, pick three, full PPR, Olave. Pittman, Higgins, Deontay, and Gibbs. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm going Olave, Pittman, and Deontay Johnson. Uh, Pittman's going to get fed double-digit targets this weekend with no Josh Downs. I'm pretty sure Josh Downs isn't playing this weekend. So Pittman's a must. Olave's a must. Deontay is the hot hand right now in full PPR. I'm going to leave Higgins and Gibbs on the bench. But holy crap, man, your team's good. Thielen or DJ Moore, non-PPR. Badgett looked good last night or last week. Hmm. I'm going to stick with Adam Thielen. I'm going to stick with Adam Thielen here. That one's that, – it's close, but I'm going to stick with Thielen um, for four to five weeks. I don't mind Luke Musgrave for four to five weeks. The Packers don't have a bye week, so that that is nice. Let's look at their upcoming schedule here. Pittsburgh, the Chargers, the Lions, the Chiefs, and the Giants. You know, these are all games where the Packers are probably not going to win and they're going to have to throw the ball. So I do think Luke Musgrave, especially if this is a Dallas Goddard question, I think he can be a decent streaming option. You know, hopefully he keeps his uh, the, mom the momentum rolling here. He finally had a touchdown last weekend, made a big play. I like Luke Musgrave if you have Dallas Goddard hole to fill. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, he's, I, I, I think the Jets are going to be okay. They just have to, uh, they have to rinse, repeat, and uh, get that one off their, off their mind. They'll be okay. I still like Brees Hall rest of season. Bigsby or Dowdle to stash rest of season? To me, it's Dowdle. I don't think Tank Bigsby is any good, unfortunately. We've seen Tank Bigsby play sparingly throughout the year. And even if, I'll tell you what, even if, if, um, ETN were to get hurt, 
I, I'm not sure Tank Bigsby's a start in fantasy football. Um, it's been a pretty rough season for him. He's averaging 2.3 yards per carry. He does have two touchdowns, but that was weeks one and three, and his work just hasn't really gone anywhere. I, I'm not sold on Bigsby. I think Dowdle looks good, though. I want to play Dowdle uh, as a stash. Uh, okay. Probably the right move in, in, in the long term here. Hopefully Jamar Chase is okay so that Higgins doesn't hit an escalator escalator for you. But I, I still think Brees Hall is the best player of the three. DJ Moore, Garrett Wilson. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go – and Garrett Wilson's been fine despite Zach Wilson not being fine. Uh, but if this is a non-PPR question here, I mean, Garrett Wilson, just he hasn't caught touchdowns since week two. So he's still playing and putting up yards, 80, 100, 90. But I think someone's going to catch a touchdown. It's more likely to be DJ Moore. So in a non-PPR, I'm going to say DJ Moore. Oh, nice. I mean, Pearson and Dobbs are kind of useless right now. Christian Kirk has had some moments here, but I think you did get the best player in that trade there. Uh, good evening to Sport Dog. Good to see you again. Uh, eight team, six points PPR. I have Gabe Davis in one of my second flex spots, but after last week's zero, I wonder if I could use Dalton Kincaid in flex and Sam Laporta. Oh yeah, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, Kincaid's the number two target in Buffalo. Gabe Davis, he's going to get you zero or he's going to get you 20. I don't really like, uh, you know, the, the, the risk with Gabe Davis. I'm going Dalton Kincaid in the flex, dude. It's a good call. I like it, Sport Dog. And yeah, um, and you made some good moves, man. Uh, I, I think all 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 of your moves are going to end up uh, looking pretty good, especially if they get you to the playoffs and your team starts to uh, put it all together. But one of my favorite things to do is is even though you you lose a stud player like Nick Chubb, you know, make moves, make trades, make pickups. You know, you're just because you lose a player of Nick Chubb's caliber does not mean your season's over. So uh, I applaud you for sticking with it and making the moves to get your team back on top. Six and three without Nick Chubb. Well done, Ray. B. Robber Samuel PPR. I think you got to go with Brian Robinson. Even if Samuel plays, I'm not sure on if he's 100% or not. Um, so I'm going to stick with Brian Robinson, who keeps finding a way to score touchdowns. <sighs> this is the question of the week for me there, Ryan. I am... Um, I had, well, the league that we're looking at here on ESPN, this is my super flex league that I care the most about. I have Dak, Purdy, and Howell. Right now, I have Sam Howell in my lineup. Um, I really like Brock Purdy coming off a bye week. On the road against Jacksonville, though, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. We haven't seen Purdy play very well, you know, the last couple games here, too. I, I'm, I think I'm riding Sam Howell, who's been phenomenal for fantasy football. He's QB6 on the year. Hasn't had his bye week yet, but uh, even a game where he only had one touchdown last week and he still hit 17 points. You know, he, he does have a tendency to to turn the ball over and get sacked a lot. But, I, I mean, 25, 30, 21, a couple 19s, 18s in here. I, I think I'm going to go with Sam Howell on the road against Seattle. Brock Purdy or Kenny Pickett? We're going Brock Purdy. Uh, not even close. Uh, Kenny Pickett just doesn't throw touchdowns. Um, he's got one game with double double touchdowns all season here. The floor is bad, down to three points. 
Uh, he's good for maybe 10 to 12 points at, as a safe projection here, but in no way am I going with Kenny Pickett over Brock Purdy. And yeah, Ray, Ray's got a good team. Uh, but keep the questions coming, guys. I'm going to do, I'm going to go to NBC Sports and just kind of cover some news here. But keep the questions coming, guys. So the Seahawks, Tyler Lockett limited at practice today. The Seahawks are a very, very conservative coaching staff. You're going to see a lot of DNPs from them on Wednesday. So uh, you have JSN not practicing with a hip injury. Kenneth Walker not practicing with a hip injury. Overall, I'm not concerned about these guys. They tend to give these guys a day of rest, uh, especially – because they've already had their bye week. So it makes sense for them to be a little extra cautious and, and give guys a day off on Wednesday when they need it. The good news here is DK Metcalf's not on the injury report. Love to see that. And we're just going to, you know, continue to watch Lockett, Najigba, and Kenneth Walker here. Um, yeah, Kenneth Walker did not participate with a chest is issue. But yeah, he's he's kind of racking up the, the injury tags here. Chest, calf, he had a groin injury earlier in the year. So we'll keep an eye on Kenneth Walker here. Uh, I don't think KJ Osborne's going to play here, so I do like Addison and Hawkinson in the leagues. You have those guys in. Uh, Harris is asking, pick three, one running back into flex PPR, two flex PPR. B-Rob, Conklin, Spears, Gibson, and Michael Wilson. The running back, you're going to play Brian Robinson. Um, what's Tyler Conklin been doing? Conklin, 6 of 66 last week, three games of double digits against the Raiders. Is that a good spot? The Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders. Raiders are decent against tight end, about 11.5 per game. I don't hate Tyler Conklin, but uh, I do think Antonio Gibson's been playing well lately. Uh, I'm not going to play Michael Wilson here, Harris, because one, it's, it's Kyler's first game back. And Michael Wilson is still – he still has a shoulder issue. So I think we're going to wait for him. I think week 11 we might be interested in playing Michael Wilson, but let's just hold off on him one more game. Um, so it's between Conklin, Spears, and Gibson. Um, one running back and two to flex. I, I think I'm going to go Brian Robinson as the running back. I'm going to flex Antonio Gibson. Gibson's actually been playing pretty well lately. Let me pull up these numbers here. Um not like really well, but you can see the last two games, he's had five receptions, PPRs of 12, 9, 5, 8, and 10. It's looking okay for Gibson. He had six carries last weekend that ties this season high. And yeah, this was the most touches he had in the game last week. So I think Gibson and Brian Robinson are two of the three options for you. And then with Tajay Spears... Did I miss Tajay? Where is, there he is. All right, so Tajay Spears in two games with Will Levis, 6.6 .6 and 6.2. Give me Conklin. So B-Rob, Conklin, and Gibson. And yeah, I'm not going to play Noah Fant. Um, yeah. I'm not quite sure. The Seahawks have had some weird games lately. Um, let's actually pull this up here. So 
the Baltimore game was just a bad game all around. Maybe he wasn't hundred percent. They just didn't play well. The Cleveland game was interesting. Uh, that one was low scoring. They did win. Uh, but that was kind of Geno Smith finding a way to throw touchdowns. Uh, Walker actually played well, eight for 66. Maybe they're just kind of being easy with him. So uh, I, I am interested in maybe buying low on Kenneth Walker. Hopefully he's okay. The schedule the rest of the way, though, look at these defenses. Washington, I like. The Rams is fine, but he gets the 49ers, the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Eagles, the Titans, and the Steelers. Tough matchups here for Kenneth Walker. I actually think I might be willing to sell Kenneth Walker. Uh, it's not much there, Harris. Not much for Mr. Walker um, or for Mr. Fant's dynasty trade. Let's go to the dynasty trade chart and see what the fantasy pros has to say about one Noah Fant. All righty, on down to the tight ends. So he's still young, but he's down here next to Noah Gray and Logan Thomas. These are essentially waiver wire tight ends in a dynasty format. Um, so they're giving him five points here to me. He's barely worth a third round pick. If you're trying to trade him, I mean, if you can get a third round pick for him, do it. Uh, otherwise he's, he's really not worth much Harris. If you dropped him, I don't think anyone's going to be like, Oh man, I got to go pick up Noah Fant. So he's borderline droppable in dynasty leagues. I just, I don't know if he's ever going to put it together. He needs a new team. If we're going to be caring about him because there's the way they use tight ends in Seattle is pretty frustrating. So uh, unless he goes somewhere new, value is pretty slim. Uh, I'm using Amon Ra and Deontay in my two wide receiver spots. I have Nico, Demario, or Quentin Johnson. Would you make any changes? Um, no, I think you got to play Amon Ra and Deontay. Uh, it sucks not being able to get Nico Collins in there. And I do love, like, I'm excited about Demario Douglas. I actually think. If Demario Douglas is still available in any of your PPR leagues, you got to go pick him up. I, I think he's a fringe wide receiver three flex the rest of the season. And my comp for Demario Douglas is Curtis Samuel. I think he can be the lead receiver for the Patriots the rest of the season. But I think you have the right uh, the right setup there, Sport Dog. Uh, Montgomery's playing this weekend. I feel good about it. Dude practiced in full. We had uh, Dan Campbell saying good things about him earlier in the week. Monty is back. I feel good about it. And uh, the matchup against the Chargers, excited about the matchup against the Chargers. Uh, in a super flex league, I'm going to hold on to Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll, we'll let Noah Fant uh, off to greener pastures. Uh, I do want to hit some more injury notes real quick here. We'll keep an eye on Nico Collins, limited with a calf injury. I'm not overly concerned about this. And then, yeah, I do think... If you guys are looking for, you know, deeper league stashes, Michael Wilson should be someone that we're stashing uh, as a wide receiver, especially in like a full PPR format. I like Michael Wilson a lot. Let me give you guys a couple other stash wide receivers. These guys are all going to be under 50% rostered or so. It's going to be a lot of rookie receivers. I still think if someone drops Quinton Johnston after last night's game, pick him up, we'll see what happens. Um, maybe Traylon Burks, but probably not with his, uh, his, his injury list growing more and more Rashid Shahid love Demario Douglas. Zay Jones could be scooped up. I'm not a big fan of Jamison Williams. I like Jaden Reed. I like maybe Mingo, maybe Noah Brown interests me. Michael Wilson interests me. Maybe Wandale Robinson, Khalil Shakir for sure. 
I don't know if it's going to happen for Marvin Mims, but I, I might be willing to see if he can get more usage coming off the bye. Uh, I think maybe Rashad Bateman, if anything happens to someone above them, uh, he's, he's been healthy. He's been consistent for two, three grabs per game. Uh, and then I do think uh, that's probably looking – Donovan Peoples-Jones was one that I skipped there, but I like him as a stash. Uh, and then maybe – yeah, I get, it's pretty pretty dirty down here. Jalen Tolbert, that's the last one I'll give you guys. And maybe actually Cedric Tillman. I'm going to show you guys something here. Cedric Tillman – is a name to keep an eye on. So trading away Donovan Peoples-Jones a couple weeks ago, Cedric Tillman steps in as the number two receiver for the Browns. Now he had the second most snaps, didn't run the second most routes, but he's on the field as wide receiver three. So keep an eye on Cedric Tillman here, guys. Um, any info on Jefferson? I am like 99% sure he's not playing this week. Um, I'm, I'm fairly certain he's not playing this weekend. They kind of want to get him, um, practicing for a full week here. It said it would be a little aggressive to think that JJ could play the Sunday versus saints, though. He can't wait to get back out there. I just, I don't think he's going to play this weekend. It's going to be week 11 thoughts on Arthur Smith. Oh no. Um, it's not great. Um, I think he's an okay coach, uh, but he does not know how to use his assets properly. He wants to play his style of football and he has a philosophy and he's not afraid to stick to it. So I, I get that he's stubborn, but it, it seems to work. Uh, but man, I just, I don't know how you don't get Bijan the ball 20 times a game. I don't know how you get, how, how do you not throw it? to Kyle Pitts at least seven, eight times a game. Same thing with Drake London. So I think he's fine, but his philosophy isn't going to change anytime soon. Now I do think that the outlooks of these guys could change nicely with Taylor Heineke. We're going to see Heineke throw the ball more than I think Desmond Ritter was throwing the ball. So there's room for Arthur Smith to get these guys, uh, the ball now with Taylor Heineke, but yeah, he's kind of frustrating. Uh, I'm not, I'd be curious if like Falcons fans were, 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 fans of how he calls games here but overall not excited about arthur smith uh do you think i can get lamar jackson and t higgins for drake london and justin herbert now on ppr um it's worth a shot I, I think herbert and lamar have very similar values right now i mean i believe they're both top five qbs right uh, lamar's qb4 herbert is qb8 but in a points per game basis herbert's actually better so that's a push. Uh, I think I'd prefer Higgins long-term over Drake London. It's worth a try. Um, it's definitely worth a try. It's, it's, it's fair, but I, I think the Lamar Higgins side weighs a little bit more because I think I'd rather have Higgins over London. So I, it's, it's a good offer, Harris. I think you should try it. Uh, but I do want the Lamar Higgins side. And then, yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones is good. Uh, people, people forget about Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, but – he was the wide receiver two last year for the Browns, and he had a really nice season, 839 yards, three touchdowns, 61 catches on 96 targets. Like, DPJ can play. And honestly, the Lions don't have a big body receiver like him. So I think he can come in right away and make some plays and, and be a, an asset for that team. What would you pay for Lamar in Superflex Dynasty? Is it realistic? You're going to have to pay – 
a pretty penny for Lamar Jackson, my man. Um, yeah, he's he's probably one of the most expensive assets you can get in a dynasty superflex. Um, you're gonna have to send several firsts. Um, so let's see what Lamar's value is here in a superflex. They're giving him a value of 102. Now, if you have a top one, two, three pick, that's what he's worth. Otherwise, you're going to have to send two mid first round picks. If your team's a contending team and you make the playoffs every year, you have to at minimum send your next first two picks, which is not fun. But if you want to go all in for Lamar, that's what you got to do. You got to send minimum two first rounders unless you have a pick one, two or three in the first round. Uh, I'm going Aaron Jones and James Cook for RBs. Also have B Rob or Chuba. Do I make a change? A team? No, I think you. I think you made the right calls. Aaron Jones loves seeing his usage last weekend. I think he's back and healthy. And then James Cook against uh, a Broncos defense allowing, I believe, still the most points to the position. Yeah, the Broncos. I mean, after that Raheem Mostert and Devon A chain game, they're still allowing the most fantasy points to the running back position. So Cook and Jones, it is for me. Uh, do you like Jake Bobo as a dynasty stash? That's a great one there, Harris. I, I do like Jake Bobo as a dynasty stash. I think the future of the Seahawks, it's it's probably going to be DK, JSN, and Bobo. Um, and who knows? Maybe maybe they draft a receiver in the future drafts to compete with you know DK and, and JSN. But I think I think Bobo's probably the replacement for Tyler Lockett at some point here. They like him. He plays well when he's called. Um, so Bobo, I, I probably need to go stash Bobo in a couple of my dynasty leagues because I know he's out there, but Bobo, great call. Uh, so Charlene really likes Kyle Phillips. I'm not super into Kyle Phillips. Let me, let's pull it up here. Um, Phillips is fine, but I just, um, the Titans just don't throw the ball enough for me to care about their number two target. Uh, Hopkins comes out and gets 10 targets. Now, Kyle Phillips, he's he's still the wide receiver five on this team from Thursday Night Football. Uh, Traylon Burke's probably not going to play, so that maybe moves him up to wide receiver three or four. I just, I'm not super excited about it. I do like the five targets. If he can start to stack some good games here, I'm interested, but I still think he's behind Westbrook Akina on the depth chart. And then if Traylon Burks returns in a week or two, you know, it, it's a deep, deep, deep stash, Kyle Phillips. Is Shakir worth a wide receiver three or flex? I think in deeper formats, the answer is yes, Andrew. Uh, and I have a question for you guys in the chat room. Who would you rather own rest of season in a full PPR, Khalil Shakir or Gabe Davis? The answer might be closer than you think. All right, so here we go. Um, whoopsies. So Shakir... Clear number three receiver on this team last weekend, 33 routes, four targets. Gabe Davis did get the goose egg. Uh, let's actually go to the Buffalo receivers. And uh, yeah, Khalil Shakir, 9.7 points last weekend. He's had two nice good games in a row, six for 92 on six targets, four for 57 on four targets. And uh, even the week before that, four for 35. So I think you're looking at a floor of nine to seven to nine points out of Shakir. He's probably do for a touchdown. Honestly, maybe it happens against the Broncos here. So I don't hate it, Andrew. Uh, and again, with Gabe Davis, he had the great game against Tampa Bay, but then it's sandwiched between a zero and a 1.6. So 
I don't know, man. I, I think I'm fine with Shakir as a wide receiver three or flex if you need someone in a deeper league or if you have guys on by. James Cook or Ramondre Stevenson this weekend? Mm, I'm going to stick with Ramondre. Ramondre's been playing well, Elijah. And uh, the fantasy points allowed here, the Colts, one of the worst teams against the running back here. So I'm going to stick with Ramondre. It's close, though, because, again, the Broncos playing playing the Bills here. But James Cook just hasn't been very exciting lately. So I'm going to stick with Ramondre here in Frankfurt. Do you expect Bucks and Titans to be low-score game? I do. Um, Baker Mayfield versus Will Levis doesn't really excite me. They're calling for this game to be the third or fourth lowest in t- uh, total of the week, 38 and a half. It's going to be an uglier game. Probably not one that I'm going to want to watch. You know, I'll probably have red zone on, but uh, it, it's it's going to be a low scoring game. I think both defenses are in play. Uh, yeah, zero fab gang. <laughs> uh, Sam Darnold worth having in Dynasty Superflex. I'm sure if anything happens to Purdy, he's the clear backup. So, you know, I'm fine with it. If if you need to let him go to make room for somebody else, I'm fine with that too. Sell Kyler for Puka. Uh, Kevin Scott, that's a fun question. If you you have a top five quarterback, top 10 quarterback, I'm doing it. Like if you have Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray, I'm selling selling Kyler Murray for Puka. Uh, If you have, you know, any of the top, you know, any of the top five guys, I'm, I'm selling Kyler for sure. Um, otherwise, let me look around here real quick. You know, I mean, if you have Tua, Howell, Stroud, Herbert, Prescott, Goff, I think I'm fine with these guys over Kyler Murray. I'm taking Purdy over Murray. Um, after that, you know, it gets a little bit dicier. I, I mean, I want Burrow and Lawrence probably over Kyler too. So I'm in it. Sell Kyler for Puka Nakua. K9 or Rashad White full PPR. I'm going to go Rashad White, man. In a full PPR, he's been hot the last three games. Kenneth Walker, not so much. He's also dinged up right now. I'm going to lean with Rashad White. Um, I'm going to say no. No. If, if you're starting, consider this. If, if you have to get to a point where you're starting DeVito in Dynasty, it, it's probably not going very well. So he has no future to start next season. I'm going to say, no, thank you. Let somebody else burn the roster spot. Uh, <laughs> who would you bet for? I'm facing Harris this week. Who would you bet for? Uh, I'm not sure what the question is there. Uh, I like Gab. Yeah, Gabe, okay. Uh, and can keep Sam Darnold or Jimmy Garoppolo, Dynasty Superflex. Uh, honestly, they're both kind of useless. Um, they're both going to be backups, I think. The only way Jimmy Garoppolo gets his job back is if Aiden O'Connell loses it and just – completely sucks. Um, so I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to drop Sam Darnold, but I, honestly, Harris, I, I don't think this decision matters all that much. They're both droppable. Um, I'll probably drop Jimmy Garoppolo just because he's older. Don't really see as much life for him. Uh, and we have Josh Allen. So yeah, Kevin, we're selling Murray. Uh, and Hey, thank you, Charlene so much. We did go into overtime tonight, guys. So I'm going to get out of here in a minute or two. Um, in that case, is Gibbs' start over K9. You know, I'm fine with Jameer Gibbs. Uh, the, the Chargers is, is a good matchup for running backs here. And Gibbs, last time we saw him, he ran hot. So uh, it does suck that David Montgomery's back. Like, I don't expect Gibbs to get goal line touches or opportunities near the red zone. So 
maybe doesn't get a touchdown, but he's got a safe floor. Um, so in that, in this case though, assuming we get like a full practice or two out of Kenneth Walker this weekend, I'm going to lean with Kenneth Walker, the touchdown maker. I'm going to lean Kenneth Walker here. Uh, but that's it for tonight, guys. We will be going live tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Central Time, so come hang out. We'll go over practice reports, any questions you guys have. And then on Friday, I'm going to upload a, uh, a a preview. Basically, I'm going to start doing this on Fridays now where I, I just upload about a half-hour video going over all the games in the practice report. So look for that on Friday. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys uh, tomorrow evening. Have a good night. Peace. Peace.